lover's blues sometimes, maybe. But suddenly get child. Disgusting. Lovers say the truth. You are now Lovers walk along every night. edition of insightful discussions i am your host dr brian bringing you another insightful topic today we have a, a very very special guest joining us today to talk about some really uh good issues that's going on in the community right now i want to give my brother a chance to introduce yourself mr little brother little introduce yourself my man what's going on everybody it's your boy rashad little candy games kickback where i use film and film clips to help everybody get to a better standard and quality of life man so thankful for, to be on this podcast today thank you so much for inviting me dr brian come on now come on now see Ooh, wow he's being modest in his introduction <laughs> but, but definitely he has a great program going on uh candy yams uh speak more about that man speak more about how we use film or how the arts has inspired you to kind of speak to your culture yeah so um the brand was kind of started man just uh just off of socialism in in general so what i what i did is i missed my friends from college man at first and so i wanted to produce a gathering for people to talk about hip-hop and talk about movies right and so my first actual event was in a um a vinyl record shop man 20 25 people showed up man it was dope my mom cooked soul food and uh so that was in 2016 and so yeah so like uh what ended up happening is i turned it into an actual business model because i saw how helpful conversation was when people were in a group and just kind of being able to you know therapeutically so so to speak you know kind of talk about their day-to-day -day issues their day-to-day -day problems and be able to kind of you know a group share and uh, be able to kind of get through that together and then later on i found out that this was a uh art form in the form of uh cinematography or cinema therapy and so i've you know recently just started diving in and started like hooking up different therapeutic uh reaches to the films that um that i that i produce or not produce but that i re reproduce or whatever i don't want to get in trouble here legally but, oh, hey. uh, <laughs> but yeah so it's just it's just a cool experience but it started from me just wanting to connect with people and just see what's going on with them and now it's birthed into not only connecting with people but connecting with small business owners i have a heart for small business black business black women-owned business so on and so forth and so it's just it's just been a blessing and so i got this podcast today based off of that and then also i got um something at six o'clock today the miseducation uh we're going to be talking about carter g woodson and you know our impact here in our culture and what we need to do to kind of move forward so on and so forth and then tomorrow night if you're on clubhouse come, come on down at eight o'clock so we can go ahead and get you right with judas and the black messiah so See, man, I told y'all he was being modest. He, he's just want to about what he's doing. He's a busy man. And, and I think the work that you're doing right now is very, very important, man, because, you know, due to the pandemic, a lot of us have been sheltered. A lot of us has been, you know, in front of the TV watching Netflix, Hulu, you know, right. Amazon Prime. And right. we've been consuming media at an at a enhanced rate. Right. Some others over the, been over the past couple of years. So, me right. personally, what what the what I do and what I take pride in is I, I kind of try to see voids within our community. What what's missing? You know, mm -hmm. 
when it comes to me and my journey of getting my doctorate, I felt as if, you know, it's important for me to go and do that because black men, we, we represent less than 1% of that population. Facts. You know, less than a point of a percent if you really want to get technical about it because, right. you know, PhD holders are less than you know one to one to two percent of the entire world. So that wow. that void for wow. our community is there. But Damn, even I more didn't know that. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, Google it, man. I'm telling you, you will be amazed how you know how the struggle is is real <laughs> at, at this level of, of academia. But I, I say that to bring a point about reading. It was not a strong point in our community growing up. You know, I can speak personally, me, I didn't read a lot. <laughs> you know, I didn't read unless I had to. I read, you know, for assignments in school. And then if I could find a way to get around reading, I would. But right. me and my journey right now, I felt like that's a void. I need to figure out how can I make reading a priority for my community? How can I make, you know, reading change the perception of, of a printed literature? So for me, I, I took on the journey to, to be an author, man. Like I do children's books, I do uh, self-help books, but one in particular, the reason why I wanted to talk to you today is I published recently published a book called Self-Love or Digital Plus, Defining Love in the Social Media Era. And it, it's this good correlation between books and movies. Right. And in most cases, some of our favorite movies started off as books. You know, if you look at the Twilight series, if you look at, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, big supernatural type fan, uh, Vampire Diaries. If you look at even hey, Stella got a groove back was a was a book at first, if I'm not mistaken. Or well, well, Brother Brian, I mean, if we're being honest, mm -hmm. Talk those, to books, those books that you're reading turn into movies. So they're scripts, first of all. So they go from books to scripts to movies. So it's very, I mean, reading and writing and all of that, you know, is inter, you know, intercorrelated and everything. I mean, that's why they have publishing houses, as you know. Um, yeah. And then also, you know, the publishing houses then sell that material and try to pitch to studios to get the movies made. Right. So and that's, that's how all of that, yeah. a lot of times we don't get it until it's man made into a movie. Facts. Facts. You know, our culture, we're very, you know, visual people. And just, just as right. I can speak from being a man, I'm more visual than. Mm -hmm having the patience to sit down and read. So so my journey right now is to to, to kind of make reading cool, <laughs> make make reading more accessible. And the fact that you know an author is, is, right. is good. Because now, not only since I, I, I've, I've published books, I know people who have written movies. Right. So people who have written movies and then have gotten them produced to be a feature films. Right. You know, and these are people that I know. So it's just changing the culture of how we consume things. And on the topic of love, you know, Valentine's Day has just passed us, uh, which was a glorious day. Have you, you know, decide to, to spend it? Some people celebrate it. Some people don't. I will put pressure on you <laughs> to disclose what you do. But um, the topic of love. So today I wanted to kind of run by you uh, this movie called The Photograph. Um, I love it. You know, my, my lady loves it. Uh, it's, it's great, man. I thought it was a great movie and how it depicted the modern sense of love and how you find someone on your journey and you're, you're, you're working, but sometimes your work leads you to people. You know, mm -hmm. your passion leads you to people. But also, too, I want you to kind of dive deep on what you thought about the movie, but also 
this concept of love and how we express love and how we consume love. That's kind of where I want our discussion to rest, you know, today as far as it relates to the photograph in this aspect of love. So again, what are your thoughts on the movie and its concept of love in the modern sense? I got you. So firstly, uh, with the photograph, I did a talk on this on uh, Clubhouse and compared it to Love Jones. Okay, so that's first and foremost. So I'm gonna come back to that in just a second. Okay. But, um, when I look at films, I generally like to look at you know uh, a couple of different points, and I'll share that with y'all today. But um, I look at how it was shot, the music of the film, the characters in the film, and then also like the underlying messages or the overt messages in the film. Right. In in those categories, I think that it was shot shot well. I thought the soundtrack was great. The characters, to me, I could have I could have I could have done without an Issa Rae. I could have done without an Issa Rae. Come on, man. In that role, in that role, because to me, it didn't. She didn't sell like sensual to me and seductive and all these different things. She sold perfect. awkward black girl to me. Perfect, perfect. And I want you to stop right there. We keep right <laughs> in your mind about what else you was gonna say. Yeah. That's perfect though, because I think for for me in the space that I'm in, I'm around a lot of women who can identify with Lisa Ray. I'm, right, I mean, right. Lisa Ray. Excuse me, <laughs> Lisa Ray is a whole different person. My apologies. But wrong movie. Wrong movie. Yeah, wrong movie. <laughs> but, but I think I, I know a lot of women who can relate to her, who who see themselves as awkward black women, who filter or find themselves in careers where it's it's just so cut and dry like they don't necessarily have time for dating or they don't understand this aspect of love and even the backstory of having you know coming from parents or a a, a parent who isn't as expressive with love so they grow up not necessarily knowing you know what that looks like in an adult stage right. so i, I want to kind of give pushback to that because I actually enjoyed her in that role, you know? And, you know, to be honest, I, I'm not going to, I just couldn't accept Issa Rae that way, right? <laughs> it's not saying, I'm not saying that, you know, women can't be awkward, but mm. some of them just do it a little bit better. And, but that was just a personal, like, gotcha. you know, for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but it was shot beautifully. I thought the colors and everything were just, you know, just mesh well and everything. The tones that they use with Issa Rae's skin, her hair, with backgrounds, all of that. Also, like the comedic relief as well. Um, and uh, and I forget my boy's name at this point, but uh, no, no, the uh, other gentleman with the glasses, his best friend, um, the dark skinned brother. They went to his house. She took them, and they had the two little girls. Do you remember? Uh, yeah. Oh man, I, I cannot remember right his name. Now. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. So right. And so the overt message was like love, obviously, right? And then the the in the the message that I caught like that was kind of uh you know kind of leering around a little bit was the fact that we still as people in the digital age have a tough time communicating comfortably how we feel. L'Oreal, yeah, yeah, it's all good. We still have a we had we still have a difficult time in this day and age of like communicating concretely how we feel about somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know what I what I come back to is that people are afraid to be vulnerable, right? Because vulnerability um, forces you not forces you, but it it uh, positions you to be open 
and be honest with an individual. But you and I both know uh, that if you're not, even if it's not a romantic relationship, if you are, do you really want to be that person person that's not open and honest and and uh, risk being inauthentic? No, you want to be an authentic person, right? Mm-hmm. And so in that in that film, it just kind of showed that awkward like you know position between the two. But I thought the storyline itself was beautifully written in that case. But I argue that them flashbacks was better than the, the modern day. I said, I said, I want to see a movie about their parents' journey. I, I was intrigued by totally. it. Totally. I because I wanted to go explore deeper into her story about, you know, her and, 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 and the character's father, you know, like them growing up together, them, you know, right. being polished as like two childhood sweethearts in a sense, but having parents who had totally different views. Yes, because their storyline, see, and this is another thing with the photograph, before we get into this love discussion. Okay. We do a horrible job sometimes leaving holes in the film. And this film left a lot of holes for us to, to question. Like, when did she pick up photography? How, you know, you know, that whole like separation between her, you know, the mom and her, that weird, you know, like Where's her dad? like her dad, like where's her dad? It's so many questions. Like, yeah, yeah, where's yeah. the complete story here, guys? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I did think the flashbacks were wonderful. I mean, just that scene of them when she was laying on that dock and uh and that wind was out there blowing, I was like, oh, <laughs> and even like even if you look at how yeah, I, I feel like you know, even from an emotional standpoint, I, what they did do a good job of kind of they 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 told us a lot about her emotional intelligence without verbalizing. You know, that was the art side of me. You know, Christina, Christina Ames, I think that's that was her name in general, but it showed how she had to mask a lot of her feelings even in her safe space. Yeah, being her home. You know, yes. she couldn't tell her mom how she felt about her love interest. No. She couldn't express to her mom about her her wants, desires, and her needs because the person that she respected had a completely different life planned out for her. Yeah, and that was wild because the mama was kind of the mama was kind of loose out here in these streets. Brandon was like, "What?" That was kind of confusing too. Like, ma, you ain't in a position <laughs> to talk yeah, to me about love. Then you kicked me out and say, "Oh yeah, I can't hey. take care of you no more." That was that was disheartening to me because even though that's that's something that you never want to see, that is a very much so reality that a lot of women and young men face once they get to an age where they're starting to think for themselves and do for themselves and figuring out life. And right. too often in the black community, what we do is we push our kids out to the streets and say, well, okay, you're 18, you're 19. Right. All right, now you're grown. Go and do whatever you want to do. Right. Not knowing that developmentally, we still need that, 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 that support because right. technically speaking, we're truthfully, when you realize you were grown, it was a couple of years later on in your twenties, like, the mid to upper 20s where it's like, oh, this is really adulthood. Right. Not for real. So think about those dynamics of love. So the, the relationship between her and her mother, right? Yeah. How she how she experienced love from her mother, right? Yeah. It was a very like Christina get your ass out of here, like, you know, type of love. Mm-hmm. But she also the love that she found was surprising in 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 the in the brother, right? Because the, in, right. in her and him, she was experiencing a different type of love that she had to like get herself ready for, right? 
But then right. you got the third right. piece of love. Yeah. Isaac, Isaac, thank you. So mm -hmm. the third piece of love was love for thyself, right? Mm -hmm. I thought that it was impactful to know, to know and experience that type of love for yourself because had she never gone to New York, she said it herself. She yeah. she might have she might have gotten stuck doing this, this, that, and the third, right? Which is yeah. really goes back to the mother and what the mother didn't think highly of Isaac for. She, oh, you're gonna come, you know, stay here, da, 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 set, and the third. So she but ended up pursuing her own love. man, though. Right. Oh, not well, but I think it, it also depicts a problem where in our culture where you don't respect the hard working brother, right? Everybody's not gonna be a Fortune 500 seat company CEO, a business owner, or what have you. Some people are just gonna be hard working individuals that enjoy life. Okay, so let me break this down too because I thought a lot about this and I've had a lot of discussions about this as well in okay. terms of the man and producing, right? It's not necessarily, so, it's, so for some people it's about status and class, right? With the guy, mm -hmm. right? Like what, what type of money does he make? All this sort of stuff, right? But what right. I've gathered is that with that mama for sure, she wasn't, she was pressed about like the lifestyle that she was gonna lead because she had not experienced that type of lifestyle for whatever reason, whatever the dad did to her type of thing. But it's about how resourceful you are, right? So going back to your, you know, conversation, everybody's not going to be a Fortune 500, this, that, and the third. What really needs to happen in that bond between you and the woman, though, is that you ask those questions: What kind of life do you want to have? What kind, you know, what does our house look like? Da da da, this, that, and the third, and then work backwards from there. And because you know, like I know, like you know, getting a loan from the bank and having a thirty-year mortgage or whatever have you, you know, what I'm saying maybe, not, maybe. It's not hard to obtain. You just need to know how to be resourceful and get it. So it's not about being wealthy. It's about being practical and resourceful. And so instead of asking how much money do they make, the question should be how resourceful is that man or woman for their That's relationship? True. In my opinion, no, no, I got you though. And, but in, 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 in reference to the movie though, I want because we can have a great conversation about that because because yeah. we're gonna touch on the Russell Wilson and Sierra topic after you. But I do want to hit on the fact that in context to the movie, where they were, where they lived, he was very resourceful. Right. You know, he went to the army. He he was good with his hands. He was a laborer. He he was very resourceful for the area that they were living in. And it's Correct. okay for the mom to want better for her daughter. But I think the toxic nature of parents that they don't even understand that they're they may not understand that they're doing is that you can't push your wants and desires onto your children in that way. Cannot. You know, the way that she pushed those things onto her were emotionally impactful. And we saw the generational curse passed on to uh Issa Rae's uh character. Mm -hmm. May, May May was her character. So we saw that emotional baggage passed on to May. It, it you know the 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 questioning whether or not do I know how to love? Do I know what love is? Or right. after after her boyfriend proposed, she, she broke up with him. Correct. You feel me? So Correct. the lasting effect of that is not just oh I need to find a man with a good job. It's oh I I can't love someone who doesn't look like this. Mm -hmm. Who don't mm -hmm. who do not check these boxes off? Which is to in until recent history how we have measured relationships, bro. To be honest with you, um, in terms and so like that checking of boxes that still exists today, right? There are still yeah, young ladies and young men, yeah, 
that still do that, even though it's it's absolutely debunked, you know, in a lot of different ways in terms of like how people earn these days. I mean, just think about COVID, you know, in general, like COVID, you know, has changed the way that we even, you know, talk basically and work. And, you know, you know, for years to come, our children won't see the same type of work world that we see. Um, so therefore, you can't, you know, judge a book by its cover, so to speak, uh, you know. Because, you know, it used to be like, hey, he got a court, you know, Fortune 500 job, you know, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, but I get you. And I think that's more so understandable now because my work environment, my work load looks vastly different from my parents. So you can see with each generation, it improves. But I think I think when it comes to love, we we have gotten away from the simplistic nature of love. Just the true essence of I like you, you like me, you make me feel X, Y, Z. You know, right. but you know, I think we get we're getting away from that, and I understand that you know within love, love can't just be it. You know, it has to make right. sense. Right. You know, it has to feed something in in your life other than the physical and the emotional side as well. Because you got to live, you got bills. You know, you want to have a quality of life to bring forth children into this world as well. So. Another scene I want to discuss in this movie was kind of like when they went on the date. It was uh, it was May and her coworker. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, I keep forgetting Lakeith's name. Uh, it was uh, Michael and his friend, mm-hmm. or his coworker, and they kind of just met out and went out. Mm-hmm. And his friend was the one that was like, as long as I don't have to talk to his friend. She was kind of against the little guy. And at that time, yeah. he didn't check off anybody. He was an intern. Yeah. He was younger than her. Yeah. He got me none of the qualifications. But as the movie progressed, she ended they, up feeling it. Yeah. yeah they, 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 they formed something. They, they actually got into you know, somewhat of a relationship before Michael and May. Yeah. I want you to kind of, if you remember that part, speak to that scene in the movie and what were your thoughts? So Michael and May, that let's let's pencil it in. Michael and May is their name. Uh, so, uh, so with Michael and May, I think that you know there was no guessing game with them. They knew that they liked one another, right? But they need they needed to you know hang around one another to figure out how they were going to behave and you know who was going to say the "I love you" type thing first, you know, right? So that you know that made it for me realistic in a sense that. You know, sometimes when you meet some people or you meet your girl or your, you know, your guy, whatever have you, you're not going to know how to act around them at first. Do you remember how giddy you were around that person that you really just wanted to like be with, but you ain't know how to act around them? You know what was OK, so on and so forth. Right. Um, so that made it that made it real to me because that's you know, that that's a real type interaction between people. So that within itself, preparing yourself for love is, a, is, is just as important as being in love because it's like. There are some things that you don't mind doing for some people that you that you won't do for other people. Right. And that's how you know that these have the remnants of being in love. However, with your, with the friend and the, and the intern, I think that their particular type of connection was solely based off of, you know, one character not really knowing, not having a full understanding of what where love can come from and what love can do for you. And so because sometimes because like what you were saying about, you know, love and the connection, 
you got to start with self-love first because you, you and I have both been around long enough to see where people will get involved in relationships and they be totally wrong for them. And then they pick another relationship that is exactly like the relationship they just had. And they'd be like, man, I don't know why I can't find a good man. I don't know why I can't find a good woman. Well, you you might need to look at your self-love, brother or sister. You might want to look at like what you are doing internally Mm -hmm. to attract the people that you're attracting. So in saying that, you got to love yourself first. Because whatever you love about you, the universe, I believe, wholeheartedly will attract those types of people to you, bro. And so with that intern and that girl, she had probably been attracting the wrong type of men. And then here come this guy. He's a nice fella. Come along. My man came in there, scooped up the phone before the TD. She ain't even For real. And I just want to take the opportunity right now to have a word for my sponsors. If you haven't already, go out and get self-love or digital lust, defining love in the social media era. Uh, yeah, you can no run or click the link in my bio. That was definitely a shameless plug, but you had to drop. Get it together, you, bro. That's what I'm talking about. You had to drop. I had to insert that in right there. Yeah, go ahead, bro. It's cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, so, so man, does I that make like, sense, though? It, it makes perfect sense because when you don't necessarily know where love can come from and you've only seen it in this from this median from one median it, it makes it difficult it makes you kind of hard into being able to receive that and i think media and the reason why i wanted you because i think that you have been discussing certain topics when it comes to movies for for some time now for a couple of years specifically mm-hmm. um and the way in which we consume love by way of media right. has been it's been very interesting how it's progressing. And yes. I feel like the reason why I picked the photograph is because I felt as if in the most modern sense, today's time, how people will meet one another, how people will kind of be awkward because social media has impacted our social skills a lot yes. and people don't even realize it. So yes. being awkward, you know, having, uh, I feel like it's today, that is exactly how people will meet one another. And to see the response that certain people had about the movie on social media, I yeah. found that very interesting. I'm like, you don't like this movie and you're comparing it to a movie that was made in the 90s. So in essence, you're telling me that you're still living in this fictitious bubble of how people interact or what love means or how it's depicted. Well, here's the thing. And to Can- me, Connection with people is never going to go out of style, like actual connection. Okay, mm-hmm. so you remember back in the day when we first were introduced to text messages, and you remember how how women used to be so upset about like the WYD, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like not having a full conversation. Like we had that was like the precursor. That was dress rehearsal for what the digital age is in now, right? At least in my opinion, right? But do you remember texting a woman that you were interested in and then having to meet up with her and have an actual conversation or call her on the phone and have an actual conversation? Still, even today, if I if I, you know, if I meet a woman online or whatever have you, whenever I meet her connection, still your social skills still going to have to be there because once she meets you, she's going to be like, oh, well, he ain't really like. Like, like I thought, you, was, you know what I'm saying? Like it was online. 
So like when you talk about connection, bro, like you definitely better like sharpen up on who you are as a person, how you like to love, what you love, so on and so forth. So it has as much to do still with who you are as an individual than what you look like on a on a screen that's this big, right? Um, so like, yeah, so that connection piece is never going out of style, which going back to the movie, the intern, uh, the, the intern and the young lady, she definitely got that mixed up at first, you know what I'm saying? Because she wasn't even, she wasn't looking for love at all. Right. But she also, what also catches us off guard is a connection. And today the kids call it a vibe. Oh, I call it a vibe. I call it a vibe and this, that, and third. Right. And that's cool if you catch a vibe, but it's like, why did you catch that vibe? Is it something that your your presence about them to the other person they kind of picked up on? A lot of us walk around without our Wi-Fi on, and we ain't trying to get connected to nobody, to be honest with you. But it ends up connecting to us anyway. So instead of questioning that joint, just go with it. Just go with it. It, it could be some of the best love you've ever experienced in your life. It changes. He dropped a bar. He dropped a bar, and I hope y'all caught it. <laughs> we walk around without Wi-Fi on, not trying to connect to nobody. <laughs> For real, man. Seriously. Nah, yeah, I feel you. And, and um and I and I and I see that. And the reason why I wanted to speak to that because I feel like a lot of people right now are in that space where they may not be looking, they don't know what they're looking for. They just want something. And what I saw on social media during Valentine's Day where it, it, it was I, I, I laughed from a healthy place. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Because the same people who who speak ill on love who speak ill on, you know, specifically to our culture, black men and what they don't do and what they do for our culture and our women, they felt left out, you know, and they, they, they verbalized that online, but you've been speaking about these people in such a way for weeks and months at a time. Now you have a day where you're seeing certain black men love on their woman virtually. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, they do exist, but also something has to be wrong. Right. He's cheating. Or it's side, it's side chick, side dude the day after Valentine's Day. It's like it, it can never be received in a positive light. And also, too, if you're not in that space where you're receiving it, <laughs> it almost as if like you turn into this Scrooge of love, in a sense. And this could be male or female. It don't really matter. And that's kind of how I want to spin, want to end the, the photograph topic and spin into the Russell Wilson and Sierra topic. Oh, GTA. <laughs> My bad. But, uh, but I kind of want to spin into that topic because when people see the expression of love uh, virtually or on social media, it's not received well. Kind of like how right. the movie had mixed. Opinions. Yeah, it's kind of like with that Russell Wilson thing. It's like, bro, who could have perceived that they would have not been accepted well? Like, I don't understand it. It's like, y'all, do you want to be healthy? Or do you want to see healthy relationships or not? But y'all are watching, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta or whatever and be looking at them like, oh, this is gold. This goes right here. Is it? Is it really? Or you just like, or like, again, going back to why you attract certain things. Why are you attracting, and, and, and I don't have any, uh, listen, I'm not hating on black people. Get their money, bro. Get your money. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm but, thinking on the reality of the topic. Right. Like, dude, like, honestly, bro, like, 
shows like that irritate me because it's like um it doesn't show all of our existence it shows a micro micro based population of our existence right so that when you see a russell wilson and sierra who by far are some of the purest you know types of relationships that we can see now you're rejecting it and and downcasting this man talking about he a, a simp and all this sort of thing i'm like bro he a simp because he loves his woman wow Y'all crazy, crazy, bro. And crazy. the shocking thing to me to see, I saw not only men say this, I saw women saying it. And I'm like, that's tough. Like, really? You bashed with this man, but just yesterday on Valentine's Day, you were saying that you wanted all of these things that he's doing for this woman. Same with, with Lori Harvey, Harvey and um Michael B. Jordan. It's like, you can't win when you when you really decide to love on a black woman and and truly be invested and not afraid to express it. It's mm -hmm. like it's, you can't please. That's what I'm learning about this digital age is that you can't please the masses. And you right. really it goes back to the self love piece of truly being at peace with who you are and y'all are and, and yeah and you and your significant other. Y'all have to be grounded because once you present yourself to this world, oh my God, you open yourself up for criticism, That's ridicule, right. or judgment. That's and, right. on, and on the internet, it's completely no hose bars, bro. Like you put up a pitch on internet, you got to get the right angle. You got right. to. And, and in my book, I talk about, you know, how selfies impact self esteem. Wow. You know, you can, I, I know, I have a friend, I'm not going to drop name drop, but I have a friend, she she's recently in a relationship and she won't post her, her guy significant other. And they had a conversation about it. And and, and without disclosing too much of the information, because this is a very good story, uh, she doesn't want to post them, not because she feels as if she's hiding her significant other, but she doesn't want to hear the feedback from her network of people. So she is she embarrassed of him or? Not that she's embarrassed of him, she just, she really likes him and she connects with him, but he's not the type of guy that she's been, she's used to dating or have dated in the past. So when she presents him to her friends, she doesn't want to get that judgment or the questions of why are you dating him? And I can I mean, only imagine that aesthetically, he's just not the type that she used to go for. And he treats her right, makes her feel good, but he's not the look that she had in her past. In, in summation, speak on that. I'm going to be honest. Some of the best relationships that I know about are when opposites attract. Mm. Again, we just talked about this with the intern and the young lady in, in the photograph, right? Yeah. You got your Wi-Fi open. You try not to connect with folks. And there's something better for you here, right? Mm -hmm. So the question that I would what I that I would propose to women that you know or men that think that they need to be with some sort of status driven or somebody that looks that's a 10 and all this sort of stuff, because anybody that's dated a 10 before knows what type of pressure that comes with, right? Um, you know, everybody wanting them sneaking into the DMs. You got to be you got to buy red bottoms and all this sort of crap, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it comes with a whole different type of stress level, right? The key to this is that love is never going to be easy. People believe, oh, well, if I get get a man with money, that, 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 third. Well, what if that man with money 
has options and he expresses those options often Ooh. with several other women. Come on, Kevin Samuels. Come on, you know Kevin. Oh, I mean, <laughs> what happens then? Because mm -hmm. he's he, you know, a man with money has you know a license to travel and go to different places and all this sort of stuff, and he, he gets to see different things. things. Right, he has more access to things, right? Mm -hmm. As does a woman. A woman knows and has different options when she's, you know, I, I got a friend right now. She um she uh, is an NFL and like sports ESPN reporter. She's always mm -hmm. around athletes and all this sort of stuff, right. and it's like think about the men that she's around versus the men she sees on a daily basis, right? These yeah. men have their life together financially and look like physical specimens, so on and so forth. So she could have like a little bit of a tailored, you know, appeal of what the type of man that she kind of wants, right? So she, but but the type of man could be an average everyday guy that really just wants to treat you right. So my question is, again, going back to your self-love, what is better for you, right? Um, do you want someone to to really be invested in you and want to build the relationship with you or for you? There's mm. a difference. There's a difference. Nah, for real. But it's do you want it to be better. You want it to be better for you or to look better. Yeah. Because that's that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. We want the look, but not necessarily the quality. Exactly. But see, and everybody is in a relationship. I don't know if you're in a relationship or not, but yeah, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Congratulations. Okay. Okay. Cool. 2021. Very good. So look, check this out. What you mm -hmm. and your, your wife to be, you guys can literally talk to these young brothers and sisters about not just the love, but the management of that love every single day. See, everybody want to be in love and they want to have a boo and all this sort of stuff. But once you get with that person, it's about merging two different lives together. But it's, and it's not about like saying, oh, you know, because, you, you know, I could ask you this right now. Like once you said, yo, will you marry me? And she said, I do. Does it does it just stop right there and y'all have to do anything else? No, uh -huh. there's work to even get to the altar. Now you got to make plans to get to the altar. And then I can ask you again, after you say I do at the altar, does it just, just stop there or does life just continue to roll on? People crazy, bro. It's like, bro, it's about the management of the relationship. That's a fact. You have never That's met a person in life, friend or otherwise, you didn't have to manage. Yeah. No, and, and and you you made a great point. It's the management of it. And I think we don't have enough people telling us or talking to us about that. Uh, I think we we get caught up in choosing the right part, but we don't focus on how to keep that individual. Right. That's which is much point. more which is much more of a difficult task. What? Because stuff changes, bro. I think people don't understand. You know, you you're gonna gain weight over the years. You're gonna yep. you're gonna have finances are gonna flow. They're gonna fluctuate. Uh, so at the end of the day, what's keeping you there? It can't. Right. You can't build you know things on a weak foundation. You know, mm -hmm. getting to know one another. And I tell people all the time. You know, I, I'm I'm lucky enough to say that I I'm, I'm marrying my homie. Like me and her are really friends. We really like each other outside of. Just being equally yoked, you know, we like each other. Like, right. we cool. like we don't have to go nowhere. We can sit at the crib all day and have a ball. We, right. we can play singer. We can watch Tiny Desk concerts and really be satisfied. But right. we can also book a flight and go to Cancun. We can book a flight, go to Jamaica. We can do all the things that we see, you know, people post on social media and still have fun without the pressures of having to do being obligated to do those things all right correct and so, that's what it's about 
That's what it's about. But even even as good as it is right now, brother, it can get better. You know what I'm saying? Once your first child get here, once y'all are like really into this thing, you know what I'm saying? Y'all families coming together for that first Christmas and Thanksgiving as a married couple. Like it's levels to this joint. You see what I'm saying? Once y'all buy your first house together, you know what I'm saying? Once your kid go off to college, or not even that, like they go off to kindergarten for the first for the first year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it, these are levels, and my thing is like for people like yourselves and you know me, you know, uh, and everybody that's wanting that that love relationship, go, just grab a married couple, bro. Pull them aside, start asking them questions. <laughs> just go ahead and do that. Like my girl, want, me and my girl want a lot of kids, right? So oh, yeah. I was like, "Yo, do you know anybody that has more than three kids?" She was like, "Nah." I said, "Bet I got a bet I got a really good friend." She's she's got four kids. She's a she's an awesome mom, but she also owns her own business. Go talk to her, bro. Right. You need a mentor because again, I'm just saying, like as a bro. culture, exposed to these things. Exactly. In, in, in some cases, now I can't say that's a that's a success story of right. a woman with four kids and her own business. Right. I think more often than not, we have been exposed to the reverse of that. Man or woman with three or four more kids who are struggling. Right. Well, she's also married too. So she's, I mean, yeah, she well, got whole family. Yeah. That's, that's, a, yeah. Right. Mm. That, again, that's a success story. Mm -hmm. More often than not, we've seen people who have more than one kid and kids and they're struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that's a man who's on child support, paying child support for two or three different kids, trying to figure it out, or whether that's a single mom who is dealing with the pressures of having to raise children on her own work and have a life outside Fast. of mother. Facts. It depends on what you can learn from. I think right. that people understand that we what we see every day is ultimately what we become and what we what influences our thought patterns. Right. You don't put yourself in an environment where you're able to see success, whether that be in a relationship, education, on a job, starting your own business, what have you, it's kind of hard to do it. Right. But you also got to ask some questions, though. You got to ask questions to the appropriate people, Dwayne. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you do. Like, you, you do. You. So my thing is, like, anything, like, let's just say that you wanted to be, I don't know, uh, damn, like a, I don't know, like a, you wanted, you wanted to own, like, five or six agencies or something like that, right? You really wanted to, like, dig in and do that, right? You right. do understand that by asking that question and writing it down and then asking, asking 10 people, do they know somebody that does this? They, you literally can find somebody that has done that. Oh, yeah. You were one, you were one, six, was it six degrees away from? Yeah. And if you're on Clubhouse, you're two degrees away. Because hey. you can search the joint and people yeah. are out here doing that thing, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So the same thing is true with love, man. Like, if you want to know how to have a great relationship, start asking the questions, first of all, to your parents or, you know, to people that you, whose relationship you respect, you respect or whatever have you. And they'll tell you what this this thing kind of looks like. And like you yeah. said, you know, in terms of like how your thought patterns are, your thought patterns will start to change and they'll start to like recalibrate how you see and function within love. That's the fact, man. And I, for me, well, I can share the biggest tip that I've learned over the years is to, you know, not listen to people on certain things. Yeah. It's sure. good as it is to be able to listen to certain people. It's also good to know when to say, okay, that's that's not that's cap. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's 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 not something that 
I struggle with, or I don't see that fitting into my relationship. I won't, I don't dis totally discount what people right. are saying, right? But I use I have an objective viewpoint on them, like okay, and that's fine. Yeah, that's not a battle that I have in my relationship because what I found is that sometimes listening to other people can it can mess up what you have going on. Absolutely. You know, it can really influence because an example of posting your significant other on social media. You know, uh, early on in, in my relationship, that was like a thing. And it, it wasn't really something that we paid attention to per, per se. It was other people was like, well, why y'all don't post what y'all are doing? Like, why, well, right. you know, are y'all still together? Like, what's going on? Because it's not that we were trying to be private. We just really enjoyed ourselves. Right. So in an attempt to fulfill <laughs> people outside of what we had going on, it, it was almost like work to highlight moments. Right. And it's like, well, we had to have a conversation like, well, that's not really us. If we in the moment, cool, we can put it on the stories. But if not, we know where we was at. We know what we're doing. <laughs> like, right. we're fun. So it's not a, a for me personally, it's not like a major emphasis to do and for her, she she she's never been that type to care. It's like my well, girl ain't either. And I'm fortunate because yeah, I'll be like, man, we I'm just, we just too busy living this life, bro. I don't have time to be. Yeah, I ain't got that type of time, bro. I mean, yeah. I wish I did. Maybe one day I will. But right Maybe. now, I mean, like, what's better, like making sure we get the right angle for Tulum, or actually just enjoying Tulum? <laughs> the right angle, if you ask social media critics. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah, but so no, I, I definitely get you, man. And I feel like that's this is the missing key, though. You know, black men talking about love, uh, talking yes. about how they express love, you know, because the issue that I had with the Russell Wilson thing is like, y'all mad because he said he loved his wife? Like, for real, mad. Like, like, for real, like, for real, mad. Because he constantly lets y'all know, oh, this is the love of my life. Bruh. If he's not like a <laughs> I don't understand like where, where they think black men have to be monolithic. Like we have to be this street guy who has this ultimate edge, but we love you, but don't say we love you. We can tell you things, but we can't fully communicate. When you have someone who articulates how they feel to you, they treat you with respect. They like you. They're successful in their own right. Something has to be wrong with right. this man, this black man. Something has to be wrong. Michael B. Jordan. He's dating a successful, beautiful young woman. Whatever her dating past is, he's accepted it. Right. <laughs> so, which is what matters. Yeah, everybody has an opinion on it, though. And right. also, due to the way that he carries himself, the way that he dresses, the way that he appears, black women are saying that he has to be on the down low. You're questioning this man's sexuality because he's not a hardened criminal who is just so happened to be successful. And this is coming from Twitter. Bro. All you have to do is search Twitter Bro. and look at some of the responses. And, and that kills me because it's, it's almost as if you, and this is maybe a little political, but it's almost as if you, you a lot of these people push for equality with different groups of people, but it's an insult to black men to question their sexuality or to paint them in a light. That's when it becomes an insult. But any other case is equality if we're, pushing acceptance of all.
So now we can't be well-groomed. We can't say that we love. Isn't right. this the toxic stuff that, we, that we're already trying to unravel ourselves from? Yeah. You can. Isn't that, I mean, this sounds so atypical of the conversations that we're having to heal our culture. Right Take now. Or two steps back. Bro, that's crazy. Bro. And it's oh, almost yeah. like it's not even, for me, I, I'm... I have to be on social media because I promote a lot on social media. Uh, a bulk of my business is done, it's picked up from social media. A lot of people see my books, they DM me. So I'm up there a lot. So I, I just watch. It's almost as if like I'm doing research, so to speak, on mm -hmm. social trends that I see in my network. So when I see these things, it's like I didn't go and do research. I go and dig. I look at, you know, what have you been saying for the last couple of months? You know, right. when was the last relationship? You know, what what do you post? Do you post, you know, any information about your family? Do you post, you know, do you post your life or are you just talking? Right. You know, because it's trendy right now to say these things about these black men. Right. And, and but you in your personal life, you don't feel that way. You don't experience that. We have a lot of people who troll online. And that's why I said before, you have to know how to protect yourself in this digital age because once you post the picture once you post the video once you post your opinions you leave yourself open for you criticism yes sir Believe so it. i told you man like to continue to speak your truth when it comes to you know your experience with the black man in your relationship i do mine all the time like i do it on my podcast i do it on my social media but it's not a lot of you know black men who feel comfortable even saying publicly that they love their woman due to being viewed a certain way and we got to change that yes because i don't care who you who i'm around I, mean, I love my woman like i wouldn't change that for nothing like i don't care like why well, i care that you're gonna look at me like a simp like i right, that ain't gonna stop no checks that's not gonna stop you know her from loving on me like it doesn't matter fact you in this cocoon of happiness, and y'all out here in this world trying to figure out who, who is gonna be right. mine. I ain't in the streets. I wouldn't trade yeah. it for the world, right. for the world, because the streets is, it's rough right now. No, it's definitely, definitely rough. It's I rough. Mean, it's streets. Absolutely. Got and the crazy, the luxury part is that you just found, you just found somebody to build with, bro. And see, exactly. a young boy, a boy, and a man understands two different things. When you mm -hmm. found someone that you can build with that accepts mm -hmm. you for you and you accept them for them and they've heard like, you know, what you, you know, what you want to do, so on and so forth. That's a special thing because with, because in, in depth, bro, that woman is saying to you that not only can I see you, like if y'all talked about marriage, like before y'all got engaged, obviously, but y'all talked about marriage, right? Just think about this woman saying that I can, she's saying you know, outwardly and inwardly that I can accept this man into my life for the rest of my life, right? Amen. She's also saying that, yo, I don't mind bearing this man's children. So what that means is she thinks you're so dope that she doesn't mind producing another one of you in the world, bro. Come on, man. Stay dropping those bombs, man. Come on. Bro, do you know how dope that is, bro? That, that's amazing, bro. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. So when I go back to Russell Wilson saying he loves his woman, he literally is saying, bro, like this, my girl, like she got my back, bro. 
And y'all are saying there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with y'all. I mean, yeah. is it not on us to reproduce? Is that not what we're here for, honestly? Is it not, is it not on us to really be the correction, to show the love that you, you say you want? Right. And it's crazy. It's like, if he's corny, by whoever definition, why does it matter? If it's all right for that person. Yeah, but even even if it's not all right with that person, why does it matter if somebody is corny but they're doing exactly what you want? And that in and there lies the issue with the culture when it comes to this aspect of love, is that you want it in a certain way, in a right. certain practice from a certain person. Right. And you may get it. But the thing is, is like, yo, I'm gonna be Very honest. Simple. Let me just keep it hot with y'all. So all I've ever wanted to do was push a BMW. That's all I wanted to do, right? Hey. I get the BMW, from, and I moved up from like a Honda, Infinity, this, that, and the third, right? We're going to go back to this word, maintenance. When that oil change come down, when right. them four tires come down, when them brakes need to be changed, huh? Talk How about if it. you hear me, huh? When that maintenance come down, it's mm -hmm. a whole different ball game. So when I'm, getting out of, when I'm getting out at Walmart, like, oh, I see your BMW. I, Bro, if you only knew, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if you only bro. knew the amount of maintenance this joint take, dog. It takes a lot, bro. It takes a lot to look good. It do. I feel your pain, man. I got a Benz, and I'll never get a one. Oh, bro, you already know what time it is. I, I never get one again, bro. That's it. I'm getting a Honda again. Bro, what <laughs> you talking about? Bro, I, dog, I tell you, I love it. I envied this dude that was sitting beside me in the light. He was driving a Civic, bro, and he looked so happy. I was like, bro, all change standard. You can go to Jiffy Lou, everything. Right. right. Bro. 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 But I get you the maintenance, not to get on topic, but the maintenance of something that's of, of quote unquote quality is high. Facts. It's high. It's high. It's high. Are you willing to pay that price, whether you're a man or a woman? Willing are you to willing pay. to pay that price? And so I look, at, I look at what brother Kevin Samuel says, right? And regardless of his delivery, the content <laughs> of what he's saying, I don't necessarily disagree. Right. You know, can he say it in a nicer way? Maybe. But is he wrong all the time? No. He's not right all the time because I don't agree with everything he says. But the, right. the, 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 the basis of what he's presenting is, is not wrong. No. It's not. Wrong. It's not. But, but the way in which we want something to be given to us, the way that we want things to be consumed, we want to be pleased all the time. And sometimes the truth is it's just not that flavorful. Sometimes Correct. the truth is dry. <laughs> the truth is bitter. And Correct. straight to the point. Correct. And we have to be able as a culture to understand that even as men, when, when we are spoken to in reference to, you know, respecting women in order to, to, to gain respect from women. Because sometimes we, we as men may speak as if you know, we should get that respect regardless. Right. Right. Or in our community right now, when we look at the, the, the hip hop culture and all these things, it's like we got to be able to accept truth and how we're consuming things. Absolutely. But and we're not be able to understand that the way in which we consume things impacts the way that we give. No, absolutely. Absolutely. 100, 1,000% correct. But let me say this to you, brother. Mm -hmm. It's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. And 
the work is it the, the work is gonna always be there. That's also not never that that's also never going out of style. Some brother, some young brother can walk up to you today and be like, yo, man, I heard you had a PhD. You'd be like, Yes, I do. Hey man, I'm on one too. And <laughs> the conversation that you're gonna have with him, like, look, listen here, young brother, get your mind together, right. be focused on what you want to do because you know the amount of work that it takes to get a PhD. You know that. Right, bro. Right. For the Same thing goes true for for a married couple that's been married for three decades, right? They know the, the work that it's gonna take, right? They know how the devil attacks happiness. They know that. So they're gonna right. be wanting to like share that with you and impart that knowledge on you. But once they impart that knowledge on you, it's on you to do the work every single day. Facts. Facts. And that, you get a lot of that, and that's that's comparable to going to counseling, man. Absolutely. Like, a lot of people think therapy or going to see a psychologist or a therapist will fix your problems automatically. No, we will give you the roadmap to figure out how to get to where you, from where you are to where you say you want to be. Correct. You have to do work. And that is, that is great. That's a great way to kind of sum up what we've been talking about, you know, maintenance and doing the work. You know, That's you always right. have to do the work in order to get the results that you're looking for or to get to a space in life. Man, I, I I enjoyed this, man. I really enjoyed I this, man, because you know it's again. It goes back to saying, like you know, men don't really talk about love. You know, we want to be, uh, you know, <laughs> we don't want to talk about loving our women and how we got there and dealing with all the emotional stuff of it. You know, we want to be, you know, the the hardest as rocks, but sometimes you know it's, it's beauty and vulnerability. Absolutely, know? I would I say all the time. To be honest. Yeah, you now, yeah. Earlier, you yeah. said something like that earlier, but it is though, man. Like, yeah. And I found the more that I'm able to to be open and honest, my my relationship just and you problem. grow and you grow as a person. When every oh, time yeah. you do that, you grow ten yeah. times. So so you share that with your people, bro. Like every time mm -hmm. you are vulnerable enough, it actually shows strength in the person mm -hmm. that you are. Not necessarily yeah. thinking about how much you can get hurt or whatever have you. You actually grow more. By opening yourself up, man. Honestly, it helps you in other parts of relationships too, not Absolutely. just in the relationships, but your friendships as well, even as your as business as relationships. Absolutely, you go in with a with an honest and clear cut, like clear cut intentions, and you open those lines of communication. It just makes everything so much better. Now, and, and I can attest to that because over the past year, two no two years, ever since you know me and my lady. You know, got engaged. I started to think about things not just from a me standpoint, but a we. Mm. And that's trickled into business. That's trickled into friendships. Like my friends are asking me to, you know, do things for them. And it's not about a really about me. It's about we. It's like okay, if I know I can help you get to some level in life or free you from thinking about these things, then we are good. We're good to talk about other things, or we're good to kind of go places as a family. Agreed. Agreed. So, and even in my own personal business things, if I am able to to help someone in the community write a book, because I have, I've helped you know people that I went to high school with, people that in my my community, you know, do self help books, do motivational books, do depression oriented books, and I'm just seeing like, wow, this this one thing that I was able to do has allowed us to be free in a sense. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. So, and, and to sum it up. You know, once you reframe your mind about how you want to do things and the collective 
effort that it takes to, to improve your quality of life, your relationships, it changes all aspects of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, man, because we can start a whole other conversation, but I want to, I want to conversation. This is conversation one A. Got to yeah. make the one B. Oh, we definitely going to come back, man, because um, uh, one of my favorite movies also to being a psychologist is Antoine Fisher. Okay. One of my favorite movies when it comes to men being able to show the process of healing. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe, maybe that's another one we can kind of jump on and talk about later yeah, on. Yeah, man, whatever, man, just hit me. And I could do some, you know, some of the psychology stuff with it. But uh, but yeah, man, again, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for your time, first and foremost. Um, also, too, before you go, just let the listeners know where they can find you and run back what you have coming up so they can attend. Got you. So thank you once again for having me on this platform. Much, much blessings to you and your wife to be and everything, man. It's, it's incredible. Uh, but my name is Rashad Little. Again, you can find me on Facebook at Rashad Little. But um, Candid Yams Kickback, that's uh, C-A-N-D-I-D, Yams Kickback on Facebook and then C-N-D-I-D Gram on Instagram. So perfect perfect man look y'all go follow that man as y'all heard today he's been dropping gems he said some some wonderful bars man he i think he got a hot 16 but i ain't gonna <laughs> spot you know he definitely been dropping some bars man. y'all make sure y'all follow that man and uh really keep up with what he has going on tap into his program and if you haven't followed him follow him on clubhouse as well uh so yeah man check out the projects and again i do have these books self-love or digital lust on oh. sale you can find them on Amazon. Just go to the browser and type in self-love or digital lust, and that book will come up. Also, too, don't want to stop. Shameless plug. I do have you know healing over time, except identifying release. That's also on sale right now. You can find this on Amazon as well. And where you get the jacket? Tell them where you got the jacket from. Oh, yeah, man. So this cool little jacket, man. It's a it came from the Soul Food brand, man. A, a good brother on, I think I found this on. Some social social media. Yeah. Are you saying soul food? Spell it out for me. So it's S O S O L E F O O D B R A N D dot com. So it's soul foodbrand.com. I'm gonna try to put it on the bottom of the screen as well. But it's soulfoodbrand.com. This is a nice jacket, man. So he he not only makes jackets for you know the wonderful and the illustrious Winston Salem State University, he also for other universities as well, HBCUs as well. So, shout out to the HBCU. Shout out to the Dub. Where both of us graduated from. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Good, good one. <laughs> good old state good university. Old state. That's right. But yes, yeah, man. Right. Until next time. Thank y'all for listening. Peace and blessings. Peace. All right. Whew. We stop recording.